Today's chat is brought to you by the support of all our Twitch subscribers. Through the patronage you provide the Focus Fire chat team through the Twitch platform, we are able to provide you with the weekly podcast as well as the website and other aspects of Focus Fire chat. If you have any interest in becoming a subscriber of the FFC and gaining access to some exclusive features over in the Discord server, please be sure to visit our Twitch account and click on the subscribe button. If you're an Amazon Prime member, remember that you do have a free subscription to Twitch every month that can be used for this. And for those of you who are already subscribers, thank you again for your generosity. You may have heard the whispers of guardians gathering in the shadows, exploring the mysteries of this world and the worlds which surround us. We are all in search of truth. Sometimes we need to focus that search, focus that fire. And so we come together. Join us. Join the discussion. Welcome to Focused Fire Chat. Welcome back to episode 150 of Focus Fire Chat, recorded live on November 16th over on twitch.tv slash focusfirechat. As always, I want to give a big shout out over to our live chat here with us tonight. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Our topic for tonight's episode is going to be a look at the Wall of Wishes lore booklet. But first, let's run through a quick introduction of those on the show for tonight. As always, this is your host, Blue Crew 86 Next up, we have our own master of social media, the one and only green-eyed music lover. Green, hope you're doing well. How has the week treated you so far? I am happy it's the weekend and it's going to snow again this weekend. Ew. So, yeah. It's good stuff. It's good times. This is why I live in Colorado. Snow. No one else is excited about this? I, I, okay. I'm I just got snowed I mean, on that's, yesterday. No. That's that's the reason you're excited to never mind. Anyways, um, rounding out the usual team, we have the man who's known far and wide as the Destiny Lore content cop, the one and only Beard Grizzly. Beard, how are you doing tonight? Excited to actually take on that content cop title here coming up this week. <laughs> Because uh, it's going to be good. And anyway, uh, I'm doing good. I uh, This week's been a little weird. But what week hasn't been weird recently? Now that I think about it. Anyway, so my sister's been home and we've been able to do some stuff together. Uh, we went out to watch Bohemian Rhapsody, as I mentioned on the uh, top three. Uh, we had a couple of family, uh, gatherings that happened, which was great. Uh, it's just been a little bit more like family focused lately, uh, which has both been good and bad. Cause I'm just looking at my content going like, I want to make stuff. I can't really make stuff. Oh God, what's going on? Uh, but otherwise this week has been also weird because like I said, snow, uh, Pennsylvania has already gotten its first snow and it turned into like 10 inches. And I'm just like, this is the, the first one. What's the rest of the winter going to be like? This is going to be great. Mm-hmm. Except not great. Anyway, that's uh, snow. where I'm at. At least it wasn't like it wasn't an ice storm for you guys, though, was it? Uh, it turned into one. Oh, gross. Those are the yeah. worst. Like it, it starts uh, out all nice and then it gets real nasty. Yep. Yeah, it was uh, it was good. And then all of a sudden, like I, I started seeing the radar 
and it turned from uh, snow into ice, and then it went to rain, and then it went back to snow the tail end of the evening. Uh, so it was fun. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with fun. Well, <laughs> real quick, we do actually have a special announcement. Wow. Um, so as you guys know, we had a kind of a three year celebration giveaway that we ran until actually yesterday. And I went on to gleam this afternoon and thanks, thanks to gleam. I just, you know, can pull the winners really quickly. Um, and I've already actually reached out to you guys. So if you are listening in on this one and you haven't checked your email that you provided to gleam site, please be sure to do that to let me know where we can send you your gifts. Uh, but John Getz, Bickford Boy, uh, Blake Nelson, Offline Gamer 42, which I know Green was excited to see offline get that one, and Cassandra, mm-hmm. Cassandra Dan- Derensburg. Uh, you guys uh, actually won one of the prizes that we had. I'm going to try to get those out to you, like I said, as soon as I get an address from you guys to send them out. We will be sending those out. Um but yeah, so big thank you again to all of you who participated in that. We had some amazing feedback that we really actually really liked hearing. Uh, some mm-hmm. really good ideas to uh, make it a little bit more accessible to those who might be uh, brand new to the podcast and new to exploring the lore of not just Destiny, but other games as well. Uh, and so we're, we have a quite a bit to kind of take. We had a quite a bit of a takeaway and hopefully we can start implementing some of that stuff here in the near future. Um, but yeah, that, that was just, I mean, again, thank you so much. There was the feedback that we got from that was absolutely amazing. Um, and in regards to moving on on a, trying to move on a little bit quickly on that one, I, I believe that green had a question for everyone this week i know i saw it pop up over on twitter you actually got it up pretty early in the week from what i remember i did i did since it wasn't a poll like polls tend to do a little better when it comes to getting responses this one was not a poll this one was a kind of a if you had your druthers type question so the question was, what would you wish from the wishing wall in the raid if you could be for anything? So this is more of like a for funsies type thing. Mm-hmm. And we had some fun ones and we had some sad ones. And then we had some odd ones. I'm looking at you, man at arms. Um, <laughs> Peregrine Greaves! Yeah, with a titan <laughs> charging towards my face. It's like, dude, no, I don't want that back. Uh, we had zero. One of them, JC said she would wish for Mara used, she would use the wish Mara used to summon Lord Shax. The helmet stayed on winky face. It's like, all right, Mm -hmm. that escalated quickly. All righty then. (sighs) Grindheads was pretty funny to get all the, what was it? To wish for Spider to offer glimmer to US dollar exchange at the rate of one to 100. Mm hmm like all right somebody wants money that's good and then people some people were a little bit more uh bungee please with it dj cantrip wished for a character editor so they don't have to delete the character every time they wanted to change the hair or makeup that's a fair point actually right like beards or like a character editor of any sort 
it'd be nice. Like I want to change the tattoos on my face. My woken tattoos aren't. I'm not digging them as much anymore. But I'm not starting over. Uh, but there was one that was just like I wish for Cade back. A lot of really interesting, interesting ones. One would wish for true immortality. It's funny, like a lot of people were wishing for guns too. Like I want <laughs> Icebreaker. Didn't didn't one of them the have uh, all the titles, but none of the time spent on grinding? Yes, yes, that was one of them. <laughs> and it's like, well, easy mode, I guess. <laughs> Somebody also put to get good. <laughs> it's like, all right. <laughs> Uh, but I'll uh, I give you credit for that one. That's a that's a fair one to get good. Mm-hmm. Somebody wished for the the best bowl of spicy ramen and gyoza, and then the bowl automatically refills itself. Like there's just some fun, silly, creative ones. But yeah, that was it. Was a fun one. We had about thirty five people who commented on it or commented on somebody else's stuff on it mm-hmm. but yeah it was a nice and easy one this week nothing that you had to think too hard or know too much about the lore about so that was the question of the week nice well i know we always love hearing and reading everyone's feedback um i get a good chuckle a lot of a lot of oh, them yes there's there's some really good oh yeah there's always there's always one or two that are just amazing um, or just I mean, I asked for a freaking timeline. Or just yes, Beard did ask for a timeline. <laughs> that was, I think, he was like the second person to comment on the whole thing. My left kidney for a timeline, please, Riven. <laughs> I was gonna let that one go, Beard, but since you no, it up. no, I'm gonna bring it up. I'm gonna bring it up. <laughs> I just love that he knows he has the organ ready for donation if you will just Uh give it to him. Uh, Just, just, I understand that I've got two kidneys. You can have one. It's fine. But what would a giant ahamkara want with a kidney? I don't know. It makes wishes for God's sake. It could do what it wants with the kidney for all all I care. (laughs) Okay. Talking about wishes, and obviously, <laughs> I broke it blue. Uh-huh. Like it. Uh-huh. All right, let's run through the intro, and then we'll get into it. All right. In our last episode of Focus Fire Chat, we discussed the man they call Cade. If you ever miss an episode and would like to catch up, please be sure to check out focusfirechat.com for archives, articles, and links to the other aspects of Focus Fire Chat. If you don't mind, please rate and, if you can, review the show on iTunes, Podbean, or whichever podcasting app you use to enjoy podcasts. Reviews are extremely helpful as they not only let us know what we can do better, but help us stay up on the charts, which helps others find our amazing community. To those of you who have already taken the time to leave us a review, thank you. 
As many of you already know, Focus Fire Chat is a cross-community gathering where the intent is to offer a week-long, in-depth view of a particular subject from within the lore of Destiny and other games. This chat begins every Tuesday morning and runs until the following Tuesday, with topics decided by the group via a poll that begins every Friday and ends on the Tuesday morning of the new chat. Every Friday, at around 10pm Central, we get together to stream a high-level summary of the previous week's chats for those who were unable to participate. Please be sure to also give some support to the other podcasts in the Guardian Radio Network, links of which can be found on our website. If you're a fan of lore in all its various forms, be sure to also check out thelorenetwork.com, where you can find a wide variety of some amazing content that covers a number of different titles and mediums. Our next chat is going to be a discussion on the updated information that we have about The Great Hunt. Note that there will not be a poll this weekend, as we are going to be taking the week off for Thanksgiving. With all that being said, here is Green with a high-level summary of tonight's topic. Be careful what you wish for. This trope is so common within literature and many franchises. The idea to be able to wish for anything that you want is so tempting, so intoxicating, that you would be remiss not to take advantage of it. Yet, just like Midas, what you wish for may be just as detrimental to you as it is enriching. Marasov designed the wish wall to help mitigate between herself and Riven. The wishes include many common things that guardians may ask for. Some wishes were things that the community petitioned from Bungie themselves, and thanks to Marasov, we are able to receive these wishes without any consequences. Or did we? Before we jump into the information and thoughts that the community had about the Wall of Wishes, however, let's have a quick chat about this week's Lost Lore. So this week, I figured it would be a good time to kind of take, actually, I did not plan for that, but it ties into green summary pretty nicely, um, and kind of talk about wishing uh, from almost a psychological point of view, uh, why it is such a uh, addicting thought process, um, and actually sometimes in in some many or many cases, uh, dangerous uh, the da- so basically, I'm kind of calling this like a little bit of the dangers of a wish. Uh, and this is, again, kind of com- coming from a psychological point of view. So in reality, talking about why why it may be that, you know, human or humanity in general is kind of, for lack of a better word, addicted to the thought of just wishing our problems away. Uh, so really quick, just before we really get into it and kind of to walk through it as well, I want to kind of go through a few terms that are needing to be clarified for purposes of this piece. Um, And that is because in this particular uh, examination of the idea of a wish, the words are going to use the, the colloquial definition, but it's also going to kind of build on it from a philosophical point just a little bit. Um, And the first term that I really want to make sure that we define is the idea of what is a desire. Um, so a desire is something that can be defined as wanting to feel, to have, or to do what is not presently felt, had, or done. Um, 
note here that desires can be about anything. We desire material goods such as cars, houses, a good meal, or anything like that. But we also desire immaterial goods such as relationship with others, acceptance, happiness, success. The line between material and immaterial desires is is not always a hard and fast one. Uh, You can physically desire another person in a large part because of the love that you have for him or her. And physical desire may also increase love. Uh, So desire can actually increase when we want more than what we presently have. And it can, and we have seen it, decrease when we no longer have what we, or no longer want what we already have. So there's kind of an interesting relationship there. Uh, There's a psychologist by the name of William James that made the point that there is always going to be a gap between the wanting and the having. Uh, now, this is this is an interesting tie-in, actually, into next episode. Uh, there's a concept called the Anthem Anathema, uh, which is going to be discussed in far greater detail. Actually, I'm, I'm you know, kind of a, a spoiler alert. I believe I'm going to actually use that one for our Lost Lore next episode uh, because it is a very, very important component within not just the wishing component of the Ahamkara, but also kind of the catalyst for the Great Hunt. Uh, so James, James points out in, re, in our world, right, in reality, that there's always going to be a gap <clears throat> between what one wants and what, ha- and what one has. And in many cases, this gap is, is transversible, right? You can actually kind of achieve what you want. However, that gap can actually increase if you don't pay attention to the strength and direction of the desires and how those desires fit with what you already have. So really what you need to do is you need to pay more attention or sorry. So, so what, what will happen often is in a, in a situation where that gap reaches an untransversible uh, length or depth or whatever you want to call it. And it actually creates a problem. What happens is that you start paying more attention to what you want rather than what you have. And that will actually sometimes and often lead to what is identified as a dissatisfaction in your reality in your reality that really will only continue to grow because the it's it's kind of a it's a it's a downward negative spiral um and so desire that's kind of desires and that's kind of the danger of letting a desire kind of get out of balance that brings us to the next term that i really want to talk about and that's wishing uh, which is going to be kind of an important component of this episode in general but what we what we mean when we say wish is when we wish it's we wish when we what that ah, excuse me we wish when what we desire is accompanied by a sense that it cannot be attained or achieved so this is in a situation where that gap between the wanting and the having is too great it is not transversible then we wish um so it's often seen as being the sense that one cannot realize, and, and here I mean make real, realize, their desires. So there are all sorts of reasons why someone's desires cannot be met. Uh, and, and to be clear, not all those desires are created equal. It's, it's different for every single person. The problem begins when the reasons for something not being met or achieved have to do with me or what's in my control. And this kind of ties into actually what I would define as the the actual danger of wishing, because those problems become even bigger troubles, because when your when your wishes get wrapped in expectation and those expectations start taking over, your focus becomes less on what you're doing and more on what you deserve. 
Uh, in in reality, this is why a person who is stuck in a wishing paradigm is is in danger of breaking from reality. They they can't they they become a victim in their own world. Uh, in fiction, however, this is increased. This actually is increased by the fact that wishes can be granted. You know, you have uh, genies, you have ahamkara, you know, what what have you, <clears throat> and this this wishing paradigm actually gets encouraged and it actually starts being conditioned that this is the way to to warp their reality and james will go on or william james will go on to kind of talk about this a little bit but the problem here is that when you can actually wish your reality or wish your desires into reality you stop wanting to will your desires into reality um and the reason why that's important is that because if you put on the lens, what's called the lenses of I deserve, and air quotes around I deserve, uh, if you put on the I deserve lens, you basically are saying that you are unable to clearly see the relationship between your inaction and your desires not being met. Uh, and so many times you will actually fail to recognize that your own inactions are actually in many ways a major part of your desires not being met. And that actually brings us to what I was just talking about, the the difference between willing and wishing. When an individual wills, they recognize that they are in a position to actualize the thing that they desire. Uh, To will, by definition, requires action. When we will, we believe that we can achieve what we desire, and then therefore we take action to achieve that. So to will for something is to recognize that that gap between wanting and having is transversible or traversable and then you take the action necessary to traverse that gap Uh, in many cases willing is the necessary conduct uh, condition to actualize and realize the desires one has however it is important to note that it is to be clear not simply a matter of one's will alone being enough to actualize some of these desires Uh, in reality there are many factors which are outside of our individual control so you have to you have to not assume that the uh, the realization is merely dependent on your your will because all you're going to do if you do that if you make that assumption is you're going to get very frustrated and you're going to actually get what's what's referred to as um, <clears throat> your situational resentment um and that is actually kind of where I'm going to start to kind of wrap it up uh because basically what that is is that tension that frustration and resentment is a major underlying reason that you need to recognize what is and is not within your control because then by realizing that and this kind of ties back into the last couple episodes when we were talking about the characters who are being honest with themselves by realizing what is and is not within your control you can then turn around and calibrate your expectations and your desires and act accordingly now mm-hmm. this is this is complicated in fiction because again in fiction wishes are legitimately capable of being granted in reality wishes are for the lack of for just simplicity wishes don't really get granted um you can wish on something but if you spend too much time wishing on something and you don't do anything about it you're gonna not you're gonna in reality probably not achieve that um whereas in fiction and coming back into destiny with like the wall of wishes wishing if you have access to, I don't know, an ahamkara, you can actually realize those wishes. Now, the danger here, and I'm going to kind of, I'm starting to tread kind of into the anthem and anathema and my, my conversation for next week. 
the danger here is getting addicted to the ease of which that is to bring those desires into reality because you don't want to get addicted to that because then you will you will start creating a reality in which there is no connection between what is real or what is realized and what is done within reality to achieve that um and that's where there's a bit of a a a, a paradoxical tension if you will between the between the situation there um but yeah so i guess that is really kind of what I was, what I've been thinking about this past week, uh, within regards to the Wall of Wishes. There are a lot of um, psychological tools, or even New Age tools, that are out there that helps you. What's called manifesting your will. Uh, do you remember the Secret from a few years ago? God, yeah. The book, The Secret. That, yeah. That's the one that comes to mind. And there, I know that it's a, like a new age thing. And so take it with a grain of salt. But the concept of the thing it does teach that I, I find helpful is what Blue was saying is that once you have something that is like a realistic thing that you can go out and get, it teaches you how to plan and take those steps to go get it. Not right. just wish. Yeah. And I I mean, here's here's my... I, and I haven't read The Secret, so I, I'm not really familiar with all of the qualifications within it. But the important qualification that, to be blunt, a lot of New Age thought process doesn't really stress is that you have to be realistic in some of your desires. Like, you, it, it's, and that kind of goes back into the, the realization of what is actually within your control. Like there, there are some things that are just out of a person's control. You know, and there's again, something again. to be said about having big dreams too. Right. No, no, no. Like, and, there's, and, nothing, right. there's nothing against that. No, they're absolutely not. But you also need to recognize that the larger the dream, you know, the more possible that those We're, dreams might not get achieved. Or yeah, mm-hmm. or they're gonna if they do get achieved, it's gonna take a lot of work. Uh, what what appears to an outsider point of view as luck, air quotes around luck there, uh, is most of the time not luck. It's a lot of behind the scenes and very quiet struggling, a uh, lot of failure uh, that you don't see, and a lot of just missteps that you know you, they just overcome and a tenacity, a lot of tenacity. So I, I, that's that's my qualifier. I, I mm-hmm. new when people say new age, I know I kind of I kind of brush it off easily. Um, there are which, some which is not which is beneficial. not fair. I right, yeah. it's not it's not a hundred percent fair on me, but uh, or fair of me to do that because I do recognize that there is there there are a few few concepts that they teach that is is accurate. I just think it's that just, you know you have to, you have to be careful. It's just like anything else. You have to be careful. Right. You have to you and know to touch to touch on a debate that's been going on on Twitter right now. You have to vet out what you buy into. Mm-hmm. For sure. But moving from lost lore into actual topic. Yeah, definitely. I think a good. Uh, I think that actually is a great idea to kind of start with a, an introduction of what is the Wall of Wishes. Ah, so. The Wall of Wishes is a location within the raid at the very beginning of the raid. You could load into it by yourself. I have actually done this multiple times so I can go get all my wishes because 
uh, my raid team, I have not been able to raid lately. So you load into the raid, you go to the very first wall, which is a taken looking wall, and you hear the voice of Riven. Fun fact, voice of Riven can be a multitude of characters. Um, some of us have heard Ikora or Zavala. I've heard uh, the Siren of Riven before. I've heard a couple different characters. Then the there's a little secret door that opens up on the left-hand side of the wall. And this is through the entrance in the Devalian Mist, like you're going to the Blind Well. To the left, immediately, there you can even see it in patrol. There is a piece on the wall that looks like it's not supposed to be there. It rotates, and it opens up a little secret passageway to the raid. You don't get to go through the Taken Blight wall. You have to go through this little doorway on the left. There's a slight jumping puzzle, and then the very first door to get to... I'm trying to remember who the very first one is. It Kali? That's the first. Yes, that's correct. So there, you go in there, you go towards like you're going to Kali. Instead of going to Kali, you go back towards the back, and there is a pool on the ground of deadly water, essentially. And you have to jump around and up. And then there is a wall. After you kind of do the little jumping puzzle up and around, that has a bunch of discs. And it is... I believe five across and four down of yeah, these discs. Twenty on the wall and then one on the floor. Right. So the twenty on the wall are the ones that you deal with at the very beginning. The one on the floor is basically your enter enter button. You shoot each of the disc or to whatever type degree you need to to make the pattern that you're trying to accomplish. Each shot, if you're taking your time, if you shoot it rapidly, they won't change very quickly, by the way. If you take your time and shoot each disc at a steady pace, it will change icons. There's a variety of icons. There are some hilarious names for all these icons. These are the same icons you use later in the raid. Once you get your pattern to match up with the plates that we're going to talk about, um, probably here coming up a little bit later, then you press the enter button. The enter button grants your wish, and depending on which wish you make, You'll have either immediate effects or effects that you'll be able to go and retrieve in the raid. That is essentially what it is. Did I leave anything out from uh, that, guys? I think my my one of my things that I kind of took away, other than the oh, just absolutely hilarious names that the Australians have provided for these oh icons. Oh my god. Um, oh my god. Log, Some of them we log, cannot you are, say. You are an amazing individual. Oh my god. Um, we can't say him on our show, unfortunately, <laughs> but um uh there there's so there's sixteen different images, right? And yeah, I know you mentioned that. But yes. there are evenly distributed among fish, snake, dragon, and birds. Yes. So there's four of each, which I just kind of find the symmetry symmetry there is very, very yeah, symmetrical use of images. Uh, is I think what my brain was trying to say, even though my mouth was saying symmetry. Um, Those 16 images become very important when you get to actual Riven encounter. Right, right. No, and, and correct, yes. But they, I, I again, I kind of just thought that it was interesting that it's, it's four of each. It's not like the random, like it's not just like random icons, which, you know, shouldn't come to have surprised anybody who's interacted with Bungie for more than about, you know, a week. Um 
but I just I I did want to make sure that that gets called out as well. And there are yeah. currently fourteen known combos. Yes, the fifteenth. I don't think anyone solved the fifteenth one, right? Well, we haven't found the disc yet. Um, and some of the discs have been kind of challenging to find. I think mm-hmm. the last one. I'm I'm worried uh, that the last one we won't find until the curse is broken. Ironically, that which is would kind make of my just. Which would make kind of sense given the difference that that one has between the other 14. Right. We don't, yeah, we don't know a ton about where or what's going on, but with that one in particular. But um, as far as the rest of the wishing wall things, we can get into the wishes themselves. I'm actually going to visit the wishing wall right now because it is kind of a fun little room. And uh, I know you said that it can, uh, to for mechanic purposes, <clears throat> excuse me, for mechanics purposes, you can get to it solo. Um, yes. I also note that you can use, you can w- input as many wishes as you want. Correct. Now, that being said, there are wishes that will teleport you towards later parts in the raid. You wouldn't necessarily want to do those at the same time as everything else. Because you will teleport forward and you would not be able to finish the rest of the wishes that you're wanting to do. So if you're going right. to do that one, do it last. Right. There's a couple uh, of them that do that. Yeah. And then, uh, sorry, chat just, or Dino in chat says that uh, the individual who data mined the 10th wish just uh, did confirm that wish 15 doesn't have a plate. It's going to be like wish three. It won't be in game. Okay. So Good that's going to be, that'll be an interesting thing. To figure uh, out because wish three was well, I guess wish three was it wasn't really in game, but it wasn't out of game because it was in the uh, cutscene, right? That was right, the, it <clears> that was... was on the Titan Shield. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, oh, just died. No. So, uh, but yeah. So real quick, um, I'm trying to think. I don't know. The helm of the Great Hunt is the entry, really, that kind of gives a a pretty good summary on the purpose of the wall. Uh, do either Beard or Green? Do you either of you want to read that one real quick? Green, I know you're probably indisposed at the moment, trying to get to the wall. I can do it. Or if uh, if you really want Beard to read the next one. Yeah, all right. Let's one. let why don't you take the helm and then we'll let Beard read the really important one that we have up next. Mm-hmm. Really important one, they said. <laughs> AKA we're setting Beard up. Um yeah. hint, hint. A little bit. <laughs> winky wink. This is not this was Blue's idea, by the way, not mine. <laughs> I will not be anyway. So Helm of the Great Hunt. I wish to be strategic. The Queen would like to improve her means of bargaining with me. She has implied that I use the space between worlds to make bargains to my advantage. How dare she? She knows me so well. What the queen wants, the Tekian move worlds to obtain, and so the witches devise an impossible machine that speaks a visual language with very few spaces between, it wor- between its words. The machine speaks wishes, makes bargains. The wall of wishes it is called. If the Tekian's design proves correct, it will be difficult for me to interpret wishes made at the wall to my advantage. But challenges entice me. I look upon the wall, upon the witch's visual language for bargains. 
For me, it is a menu of delights to feast upon. Riven is creepy. <laughs> so, I love it. So real quick, yeah. Uh, individual speaking is most likely, I mean, 95, 99% sure this is Riven. Um, the queen that is mentioned is Mara. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Mara Sov. And then the witches and the Tetuan are, you know, uh, Shirochi and her group, the coven of, of Tetuans that we've seen throughout. I think actually, sure, yeah, Shiro's back. We rescued Shiro. Um, yeah, so, I mean, really, I, I, I don't really have much else to kind of... I mean, it's, it's right the purpose there. of the... It's yeah, the simple, purpose it's of the simple, wall but, is uh, to keep Riven from manipula- uh, manipulating the wishes, essentially. Yes. Taking your wish to an extreme advantage yeah so uh, exactly i was about to say this is just like uh the mythology of the jinn or midas you know uh actually a lot of the greeks uh mythology that deal with wishes have this as well um you know there's the 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 explanation of where grasshoppers come from for example Mm. um oh god i can't remember the guy's name but the sea goddess that he fell in love with wished to zeus that he would be immortal so that he could live forever with her and zeus was like okay cool done well they forgot to mention that he should probably stay young uh so he was immortal and he became a grasshopper because he just aged and aged and aged and aged and aged and so and similar to midas you know midas touch uh didn't didn't it was Pan all great. The way he wanted to. It, it was all great and good until, until he, he actually, turned his daughter. I was about to say until he went to give golden. his 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 family a hug. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. So yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's pretty straightforward, um, simple, but there's a few little tricks and cracks in the wall that Riven might have discovered. Um, but speaking of cracks in the wall. You know, no. I mean, there. <laughs> so that okay, was, that was awful. That was the worst transition you yes. ever made. It, it, that was a terrible transition. <laughs> Try again. I was gonna go with how Mara shot the wall, but. <laughs> oh my gosh! Beard. Just go, beard. Mm. Just go. <laughs> You might as well get it over with. This is the moment we've all been waiting for. Okie dokie. This, if you don't know, is the mark of the great hunt. (sighs) I wish to be feared. Mara stared at the wall of wishes. She had no more bargains to make. Her plans were in motion. There was nothing left but the wait. She pulled a sidearm from a hidden holster and cracked a dozen rounds into the wall. The cosmic balance shifted. Somewhere in the dreaming city, Riven heard the queen's wish, and a thousand shrieking tears and tears in reality cut through the space in front of her. Lord Shaq suddenly blocked Mara's view of the wall. Yes, and we'd all be dead! He was screaming at no one with a mug of caffeine in his fist. He started, almost spilling his coffee. Where are we? Morris slapped the mug out of his hand. It shattered on the floor. She shoved a weathered book in his face. 
I told you there would come a time when I, uh, when I collect for the Reef Wars. Read this out loud. No one tells me what to do, he said, grabbing the book and in, 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 <clears throat> incinerating it in a bolt of striker lightning. I can recite the Tempest by heart. And he did. Mara sat and listened. They stayed for a long time. The helmet stayed on. <laughs> and this is where Beard just ups and leaves the channel. <laughs> A.K.A. This is the car that's been driving Beard crazy for the last two months now. Since Liz discovered this card <laughs> in particular. I don't really even want to talk about it. Uh, I actually, I'm kind of curious. What would be hilarious is if the 15th wish is this. No. If not, not, not hear, hear me out. Not like the whole innuendo no. going no. on with this. I don't, I don't have to hear you. But just Shaq's no. reading the Tempest throughout the raid. Like... We have the Drifter dialogue. We have fail-safe dialogue. But getting Shax to read The Tempest as we're going from parts in the raid to... Oh my gosh, that would make me so happy. Although <laughs> The Tempest is really long. And it's so really take not that, like, it, I don't... Yeah, Interesting. Right. No, it's the not. The Tempest is like, I of all the things, I don't know. <laughs> just goes to show that Shax really isn't that much of an interesting cat I mean, come on <laughs> he's well read he, he, so wait so he's a cat confirmed oh god <laughs> sorry that was for Jake if anybody's a cat right now it's it's me with how I really don't enjoy this <laughs> we love you uh huh sure <laughs> so sure. Does, this is why so you does. Keep making me do crazy things. You uh, somewhat enjoy this secretly. You somewhat enjoy this secretly. If it's a secret, is it is it really enjoying them? Like, uh, carry on. So the one after that blue. Do you want to read that one? Ah, uh, yes. The Greaves. The Greaves. Uh, so this is this is actually uh, Leona Brill uh, reflecting on the wall. So this is after it's been constructed and complete. <clears throat> it says, I wish to be immovable. So the Dreaming City would have a wall too. Leona Brill stared up at rows of blank circular plates with dread. This one was more valuable than everything behind the wall of the last city and not nearly as defensible. The tower has asked for help in its great hunt. If the vanguard knew that the help the queen rendered came at the behest of the Ahamkara, armies of guardians would storm the reef. So, they will never know. The guardians brought this on themselves. The bargains they made and the power and knowledge they gained was equivalent to the chaos wrought on the system by whispers. The queen was glad to help them clean the mess if it meant Riven would be the last living Ahamkara. Power is useful. Unique power, more so. Leona wasn't sure if she was as glad as the queen. Sorry. And again, this is, <clears throat> excuse me. This is another one that we will probably definitely revisit uh, next, next episode. Yeah. Or yeah. Two weeks from now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, because this, this also places, uh, you know, I know beard was wishing for something a little bit more timeliney 
number wise, but we do get a bit of a timeline in this in that this is before the great hunt, uh, which mm-hmm. we do know takes rough, takes place roughly within the early city age or early mid city age. Um, so, you know, the city is the last city has been constructed. Um, the wall is known, you know, there's a few little tidbits within here that we do kind of can pick up and kind of use to start kind of, kind of creating a little bit of order out of the chaos. Um, not much, but a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much for me, the only one, the only pieces that I can, I'm, I'm struggling. Leona Burrell was a paladin. So am I, am I remembering that correctly? Oh, I did not look that one up. I know. I just, I just realized that I did not have, um, I will look it up. <clears throat> yes, she okay. is one of the Vestian Guard Paladins. Aha. Uh, I believe Vestian the uh, command, she's one of the, or yeah, sorry, Royal Amada Paladins. The She serves along with Abra, Kamala, and Hallam. Yep, yep. Then we have the very last one that we're going to talk about this week, which really just mentions Riven specifically and the city gauntlets of the great hunt. Yeah. And this one ties into the helm a bit too. Yeah. A tiny bit. I wish to be indestructible. I am Riven. My work on the dreaming city is complete. I have done everything the queen asked of me, but this is a bargain. I did so much more than that. The queen and her ilk will not understand for some time, though I think the queen can see the signs. What I carved into the small corners of the Wall of Wishes itself. This will be a beautiful city, but not a safe city. Because Riven is sneaky. What this makes me think, though, is that Riven, even though the Tekyun's built the wall of wishes riven jacked with it yeah that's what it sounds like which i i i keep going back and forth because does that i mean isn't that kind of cheating i mean i know i i, I realize the that that doesn't itself, matter but so the room itself has some architecture and they're behind the the wall of plates there's one of those like death pools as well as if I remember correctly, and I just left there and I should be still in there. Um, Amethyst, which mm-hmm. Amethyst is kind of an important jewel when it comes, if we're going to talk like mysticism and stuff like that, it's kind of an important jewel in that fact, as well as um, conducting and uh, muting things. But I don't know. It just, it doesn't there's nothing in that room in particular that seems off which i'm sure is by design if there is anything specifically in that room but i don't know i don't know some of like so far we've had wish to be indestructible wish to be precise i mean all oh, the all gear. the great hunts yeah, and the the gear has has different wish because I was trying to match them up because there's 15 pieces of gear and there's 15 wishes, but they don't match up. 
just no they don't spoiler alert um i don't think these are by other guardians though or at least uh, is what it looks like i was also trying to i was also trying to connect those and i really couldn't find a easy way to connect them to be fair um because and again we're going to be talking about this quite a bit sorry i'm flipping through pages because i have it down to talk about next week um i have them parsed out the the vast majority of the um uh wishes that you see on the great hunt which is the last wish raid gear um is the la- the the vast uh content is really kind of uh talking about Riven actually. Uh mm-hmm. Riven and so the the main one is Riven and then Eris and then Mara and Tetuans in general. Uh Eris has got five pieces and then Riven actually has seven pieces. Uh the wishes <clears throat> for Riven is to be strategic, indestructible, wise, ruthless, lethal, sure footed and respected. Uh, Eris is daring, precise, cunning, swift, and renowned. Um, the only ones that I have note for Mara, <clears throat> excuse me, is, um, oh, well, because Mara shares one with Eris. Uh, that's the mask. Uh, sorry. So the other one is the mark, which is to be feared. Uh, then mm-hmm. the Tetuans have the greaves and the plate, which is immovable and brave. However, if you look at the wall of wishes that we have access to for the combination codes, the wishes really, really quick, and we're going to come back to these, so don't worry if I go through these pretty quick, um, are addiction, validation, celebration of success, athletic and elegant, promising future, uh, moving hands of time, helping a friend. You got four wishes to stay here and then opening minds, open your mind to new ideas, feeding an addiction and then love and support. Um, so there's not a lot of crossover, if you will. The actual guardians that are mentioned within the uh, raid gear actually lie within the weapons, uh, which, again, we're going to be talking about quite a bit next uh, next episode because that's where we actually get a bunch of new information about the Great Hunt itself. Um, so, yeah, there. I, I was going to... Try. I was trying. Like I said, I've been trying to connect the dots on the the Great Hunt gear with the Wall of Wishes, and I don't. I just. I don't think I don't, we're going to. Yeah, I don't. I think they're separate wishes. I think honestly. they are as well. I I do think as well because we aren't interacting. We aren't interacting with the wishes that are on the armor. We are interacting with the wishes on the wall, as is seen by the the fact that those will actually manifest an award to the player who who inputs those, right? Right. So I have spin foil about this that I want to save until the very end, I think. Spin foil on the wishes and our wishes in particular. But do we want to actually go into our wishes? Yeah, let's go through the let's go through those really quick. Or not I really do, quick, but let's just walk through them. I do have um I can't think of the guy's name who put, made this infographic initially. Oh, the, the awesome one. Um, yeah, that's it. Was on Reddit is where I found it, and I don't know. I cannot remember this guy's uh, name. So his username. Well, even, the username that's quoted on the image that you sent me is tiredness. There we go. So that's but, u- username on Reddit. Sorry. 
Mm-hmm. It's great. Should we link it in the show notes possibly for people? Most definitely link it in the show notes for everyone. Awesome. I, I linked it in our, our, our show notes for that as well. If you guys need to reference it at all, it has a lot of information on it as well as the, the wish diagrams as well. Mm-hmm. But we do have 14 wishes that we know so far. Some of them are quite a bit more complicated as far as patterns go than others. I mean, I'm a big fan of wish number nine. That's a really complex one. Really? (laughs) Failsafe is really special. (laughs) God, she's so funny, though. She's so flippin' funny. Like, they're, okay, anyway. Let's go through them in order so I don't get sidetracked. Blue, do you want to go through it or beard or we can talk about it as we go? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so number one is, I like I mentioned, uh, number one, the wish is to feed an addiction. Um, and this is actually actually one of the probably the it's not a super complex one, but it is one of the looks like one of the more involved ones to populate. It uh, takes a lot of ammo. <laughs> Oh, right. I guess we didn't mention that. In order to activate the buttons, plates, whatever you want to call them, you have to shoot them. <clears throat> so you, you organize, you, you shoot onto the, you shoot the wall and activate that. And then that's where you get, Green, correct me here. And then once you have the combination and then you step on the plate on the floor. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. And fun fact, I believe you will, that the raid has a mechanic that will refund you your ammo eventually like the primary ammo nice um that that would be useful especially some of these look like they're pretty pretty intense Um, right anything with birds anything with birds takes forever (laughs) to do because birds are the last in the series uh, this plate was located uh it was in the shattered throne um right after an ogre fight and the effect that this one does, or the, the, I guess, the wish that is granted, is that it gives you an ethereal key that you can use in the raid treasure room. And I believe that is at the very end of the last yes. wish raid. So after you run the heart of Ribbon back and slam it into the bull, then the, all the chests will appear in, the, in the basically like the trophy room afterwards. And there's lots and lots of chests to choose from. And if you're lucky and have RNG, like some people I know, you'll get a thousand, what is it, a thousand thousand voices. Anyway, wish two? Wish two is uh, for a wish. Excuse me. Uh, Wish two is a wish for material validation. Um, which I believe is, yeah, validation. Uh, and this one, it was actually located in the raid. Uh, it was on a, on the ceiling that you could see before you got to the encounter with Riven. And what this one does is it will spawn a chest between what is referred to as the third and fourth encounters, which is Morgeth, the Spire Keeper and the Vault. If I remember that numbering correctly. Yeah. Between... The ogre and the rooms with Penumbra and Antumbra. The it is off to the if I'm remembering correctly. Once you get past Morgoth, 
it's kind of up on top of a like a spire type natural formation and you can get climb up there and get the get the chest all the way up there but there's so far okay so to feed an addiction we're addicted to loot aka material validation also addicted to loot aka i mean some of these so far are pretty accurate for what our guardians would want wouldn't you say so yeah i mean and 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 in that line actually the wish number three which uh we had mentioned previously had was actually not in quote unquote in game this was actually on the cut scene for the new dreaming city with the titan shield uh this is the wish to have others to celebrate your success and the effect on this one is actually the uh, appropriately named uh, Numbers of Power emblem. So I believe, is this the one that I believe you have to be in close proximity to the Wishmaker? Or is that the, is that the effect? Or sorry, am... the, uh, the uh, flare. The flare? The flower crown. Uh, I don't know. Is is no, I don't. This one, I think, is the emblem, and I actually have this emblem on. Right? Currently. No, yeah. This is this is an emblem, but is it your entire raid team with you gets it, or do you have to be in the room when it's cast? I, I'm actually not sure because when I popped this one, I was alone, so oh, okay. I can't I can't validate that one one way or the other. It's a pretty emblem. It's um, kind of that awoken purple with a what are what are those things called where it's like gears that you put together and you stick a pin in the hole and you do the little pattern. It's what it reminds me of. I can't think of like what those cogs? are called. Yeah, like cogs. Right. You mean a gyrosphere? Sure. I can't the the give thing you... that you put a pin in and it makes uh, the swirlies? Patterns. Yeah. yeah. That's what this is. That's what it kind of looks like to me, at least. It's pretty. I, I actually wear it most of the time now. It doesn't have any sort of tracking effect. It literally is just a pretty emblem. It's it's just to give you others to celebrate your success with. That you went into the raid by yourself and unlocked it. <laughs> Two uh-huh. thumbs up. <laughs> All raid team members get it according to Wicked. Oh, Good to know. Man. Uh, so, so that brings us to number four, which is a wish to look, look athletic and elegant. Uh, this was another one that we actually got within the raid. Uh, this was located after the uh, bridge or after the large bridge before the second encounter. So this is right before Shuro. Um, <clears throat> and actually the effect is to warp you to the second encounter, which is Shuro. Uh, note here, and I believe this is correct, um, that this will require a team wipe. Uh, so this wipes the team and then teleports you to that encounter. Yes. Yep. Yep. Which Uh, honestly, the first encounter is not difficult, but if you're trying to save time, I can see why people would use these. Yeah. Yeah. The and to be ones. to clarify, Shuro, this is Shuro Key, the Corrupted. So this is prior to the campaign events where we save her. Oh, it, prior to the uh, the strike. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. 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 The strike. 
I don't I don't I wouldn't be able to tell you for certain one way or the other on that because at the end of that strike she talks about how she could be taken again. Oh, that's convenient. Uh-huh. I'm going to say the the curse anyone? Oh uh-huh. yeah. Also I guess that. that's true. That's also convenient. Mhm. Let's see here. Oh, oh, sorry, chat is correcting me. Sedia is the one that I'm thinking of in the strike. There you go. Thank yeah. you, chat. Um, she's just the raid. Shuro and Callie. Callie. Yeah. Callie's um, the first one. Shuro's the second one, I believe. Correct. Yes. Yep. Uh, which will bring us to wish number five, uh, which is a wish for a promising future. Uh, so again, this is, this was a plate that was found within the raid. Uh, there was a, there was a period of the raid when you're in the ascendant realm following the Shiroki, uh, encounter, uh, that's where this plate was located. The effect on this one will actually teleport you to the third encounter, which is Morgeth, the spire keeper, um, or Which, what is what's the nickname for him is uh Swolgoroth. Oh, Swol, yeah, Swolgoroth. Um essentially in that encounter you are fighting this ogre for taken power essentially and the more yes, taken power he gets really the more fun. big oh. he gets and <laughs> kind of disgusting cuz he's got boils <laughs> that are pulsating with taken energy. It's a fun enc- it's actually probably my favorite encounter in the raid. It's not terribly difficult as far as like mechanics, but it's still challenging. Yeah. Yeah, cuz that it was, was the so introduction. Satisfying. I was about to say that was the introduction of um oh, it wasn't just the cuz oh, I just blanked on the mechanic. Um because not only do you steal it, he actually uh, has a debuff, right? That stacks. Mm-hmm. Where inner oh, intervision, I... intervision, something. Where you basically are locked down, and the person who somebody who has to get an eye of ribbon has to come and cleanse the location of where you're at to and take your right, yeah, stack from yeah. you. Yeah, it's, it's kind a... of a pain in the butt to do, but once you once you get it down, it's not too bad. Yes, yeah, because that take take an inner vision, yeah, affliction. Um, so that will take us actually to wish number six, which is to move the hands of time. Uh, again, plate was located within the raid. Uh, this was actually before the elevator to the vault, so following Morgoth. And the effect here is to warp or to teleport the team to the fourth encounter, which is the vault. Um, and the vault really is just... Uh, a lot of unlocking, a lot of trying to pick a lock. It's picking a lock, but also there's a lot in this raid that depends on team communication. Mm-hmm. A lot more, I would say, than uh, taking King or even Wrath of the Machine. You have to be able to communicate and decipher. Like Everybody on the team needs to know what's going on. You can't run the vault without people understanding where things are coming from, uh, what direction somebody needs to run. It's 
it's an interesting interesting one i know that the vault during the raid release day the vault was the most difficult thing that people got stuck on as far as like the higher level raid teams that were high enough light level you cannot just uh, dps check it Mm-mm. you have to be able to do the mechanics well because yeah because the mechanics are to prevent the vault security mechanism from activating which right. do you think that ties into so this one and number five where do you think that the the wishes tie into it this one and number five as far as like so like how does a promising future for uh transporting you to Morgoth and then moving hands of time transports you to the vault. As far as like spin foil, just off the top of my head. Sure. I mean, the the vault functions somewhat like a clock and the rotation of things in some respects, but I don't know if that has, I know that the security mechanism is a, is a hard time limit like there is a yes. there is a set there, time to it there is a time restriction for sure but i don't know if that is in relation to the wish itself mm-hmm. as for a wish mm-hmm. for a promising future i don't know i mean it's you're preventing morgoth from acquiring too much taken power and there's a time limit essentially on that as well cuz once he hits uh taken power times 10 you're going to wipe. Hmm. Fair enough. I was just, I was just curious because the the first three were pretty, pretty easy to kind of pair up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess uh, the next one is kind of an, uh, it's also going to be kind of an odd one. It's this is a wish to help a friend in need, uh, which I kind of think this is kind of a, a slight, I take this as a slight nod to helping someone run the raid the first time. Because this this one is the one that is uh, the prolete location is inside Riven's jumping puzzle, uh, and the effect is to warp or to teleport the team right to Riven. Yeah. So I mean, like I read that as kind of like, yeah, this is just a quick quick run through the raid. Well, yeah. Even though you get to Riven, that right? No, mean, right? No, I mean thing. fair, like, but yeah. I mean, but I mean, you skip, you skip all right. the previous pieces and go right to well, the last. Also, this—if Riven's the one dictating what these are called—that that is another thing to contemplate. Like, who actually named these? If we're going to go in game, did Riven name these? Because if that's the case, did Riven want us to take care of Riven to release the curse? More spin foil. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I can go. I can. Yeah, I can go back both ways on this one because this is this ties into also uh, the Awoken of the Reef entries, where it talks Mm -hmm. about the creation of the the lock and how the guardians are the the guardians are the key. Like you know, Mm -hmm. it's it's. I mean, so I can see this being designed for us to make wishes. And these are, like I said, literally kind of like I can see like, you know, material validation. The next ones I can also see as well, like the the the, uh, the to stay here forever series. I, I can see Guardians kind of wishing those as well. Um, I'm going to say the, the 
wall itself feels like more of an awoken creation than it does something manipulated by Riven. Whether she took advantage of what they created, of course, is the speculative point, which is at least somewhat kind of explained, I guess, throughout the cards. But And through the raid itself. Yeah, which I have not experienced and probably never will. Um, so in that regard, at least, I can say that what we have written... Uh, it's a little bit too close to just saying that it is going to be an awoken thing more than anything else. There are a few voice lines in the raid where Riven talks about us basically fulfilling her wish with this. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing gets into my spin foil, which I'm still going to hold out on till the end because I want to get through all the wishes before we get to that point. Because ah, that, okay. might, that might uh, spurn a little bit more no, that's, that's fair. I mean, and these these four are pretty much the like wish four, five, six, and seven are the ones that mm-hmm. I can't quickly be like, oh yeah, this makes sense because I'm like, right. uh, and they th- to be fair though, these four are specific to the raid. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I guess thir- thirteen technically, a mechanic but, for the raid. Yeah, it's respect. it's it's actually changing actual game play because you're allowed you're basically skipping through the raid um so those are like it just and it's just yeah um so i'm actually curious what your what your spin foil theory is on that one uh but mm-hmm. real quick uh number eight is the first wish to stay here forever uh this was a, a plate that was located near near shurochi outside of the raid i believe correct not inside. I am actually not 100% certain on that one. Okay. Uh, I believe this one was actually, uh, I want to say this was outside, but I can't, I, I don't have, don't have it written for me right now. Um, so the effect, oh, excuse me. The effect is to play the hope for the future. Which you can pl- go into the Tangled Shore and go to the the uh, fallen club and it'll play there too oh really oh that's funny Mm -hmm. that's one of the songs that's on the on the track it also plays during the very beginning of d2 and when we're running through the tower yes and you're in the hangar you can hear just very slightly the bar that we used to go and dance in from d1 if you're kind of in that same location you can hear parts of it play that's a fun little fact from way back when um and then number nine is the next to stay here forever wish uh this plate was located between the second and third raid encounters so that would be between shuro and morgeth um there's a building between those two locations and there's a plate there uh and this is wish number nine the infamous failsafe uh as failsafe says Oh, I'm in your body now? Gross. Gross. Yeah. Um, fun fun little thing about this. When Failsafe or Drifter are with you, because Drifter's coming up too, uh, they only talk in between encounters. So you're not going to miss anything while you're shooting things. They're not going to comment on anything. Which, which, which is actually pretty nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I would love to hear Failsafe's reaction to a gunfight while she's in a body... I can I can also 
understand that. Yeah. Failsafe says, I'm the captain now. And she has some of the most. <laughs> She's got some really disturbing lines. <laughs> and some of these different. Oh, my gosh. She's just. Failsafe is an evil genius that will take over destiny eventually. <laughs> Convince me otherwise. I forgot about the I'm the captain now. Mm-hmm. She's got a few of them. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so wish number 10 is, again, to stay here forever. Uh, this plate was actually located within the Cathedral of Scars. Uh, there's a, a cliff. I guess there's if you go around the cliff in the distance, there's a location there. Um, and the effect here is to just the same as failsafe. This one adds the drifter voice lines to moments. Um, I, I have not experienced this one. I hear it's pretty darn excellent though. Yeah. Cause isn't he, isn't this the one where he like starts commenting about how dumb you are? Yeah, but he kind of always calls you dumb if you play enough gambit. Well, true. I can't speak to that, but yes. Mm. If you're on the losing team, at least. But that one is losing team. Try harder. Yeah, you suck. (laughs) Losing team, you suck. Just kidding. Yeah, that. Yep, that's totally one of his lines. Uh, (laughs) God, drifter. I he's a losing team is awful. (laughs) I'm slowly loving. All right, all right, all right. But. I don't think he says that during the raid. At least I kind of hope he doesn't say that during the raid. Well, that's a shame if he doesn't. Why? It's his catchphrase, I guess. That's exactly why it would be a shame if he doesn't. <sighs> Dino, Dino, says, Dino says that he does say it. Oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> Good. Now I have to go and do the raid again and have Drifter. Um, and then that brings us to what sounds like it's going to be my favorite Oh my one. god, it was amazing. It's my, <laughs> which, it was so much fun, but it is which, annoying after a while. Wish number 11, which is the last to stay here forever. <laughs> this plate's located on Nessus in the sunken, ca- sunken cavern near the Vex portal. And the effect is the infamous grunt birthday party effect. Uh, while you're in the raid, which for those of you who are not familiar with this amazing contribution by Bungie, uh, this was a effect that they added back in Halo, the Halo days, um, which hence the name Grunt Birthday Party. Uh, whenever you shot grunts and headshot killed them or precision killed them, there was <laughs> there was a small explosion, <laughs> a small explosion, loads of confetti and a, a small crowd going, yay! Now, in this one i don't if now this has been about a month since i ran the raid with this one but there's no confetti oh that's like half the fun i know but it does do the sound <laughs> which is amazing i might have and that it does as notifications really, on my phone really annoying when a team of six is shooting headshots in a room that is fairly small <laughs> and your audio is slowly dying <laughs> But it's the grunt birthday party. It is great. It's like it's, it's great. like the best skull to activate in any Halo game. Oh man. Oh that makes me so happy. Um brings me to wish number twelve. Which I think wish number twelve is another one that's kind of a favorite of a couple people. Uh this is mm-hmm. a wish to open your mind to new ideas. 
this plate was located on Titan in Siren's Watch on the back of some random door, I believe. And the effect is that I think chat, I think I saw chat reference this as the Fey Flower effect. Mm-hmm. Uh this is the flare. This adds an effect to the heads of fire team members. And I think this one is the one that you have to be in proximity to the wish caster or you have to be in the room to get it. But it's basically well, like a, a wreath of flowers. It is the nightfall. Everyone begging for the nightfall head effects to come back. This is Bungie's way of at least somewhat doing that. I know that we can get it in game now too, but. That's this was the one I was thinking of whenever I mentioned in the summary of the community begging for something. This is what I think was their their way to do that. Let's see here. Oh, the Petra runs next, isn't it? Yeah, extinguish. Um, so wish number thirteen is a wish for the means to feed an addiction. Uh, this was located in the treasure room after opening all the chests in the raid. And the effect here is basically it unlocks Petra's Run, which is a version of the raid that is allows you to activate an effect called Extinguish, uh, which is basically it encourages the flawless run. Uh, what Extinguish does is it's basically nightfall effect, nightfall effect on steroids. Uh, if any one of your team member dies within the raid, the entire team is sent back to orbit and you have to start over. So... Yeah, I spin tur- turbo, with... turbo extinguish. Mm-hmm. I uh, spin foiled this with somebody the other day. Do you think Petra would, like, because this is called Petra's Run, that Petra took a team in and could do this, and because they're, in some respects, more, like, they're mortal, that they would have to do it flawless, so this is their version of it? AKA Petra is way, way more uh, like bad Balmajama than what we gave her credit for. Either that or it's Petra's wish. To make guardians mortal and have to no, bang their heads against to, the wall? To see, to like, it's Petra's run is like, you know, what she wishes she could do. Maybe. I mean, I, I see, I see what you're saying, but I also like referring back to like the fail, adding the failsafe and drifter voice lines, like pulling, pulling different characters into encounters that they would not normally encounter. Like Petra, right. like the only thing that I think would make it definitely one or the other is if you had Petra dialogue, um, on top of the flawless mode. But I definitely see what your guy, your, your you were saying because I think that was in the Discord chat too. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely see what you're saying with that because it does make sense. Um, but I'm also, I, I also thought, you know, like this is something that like, you know, this is in honor of Petra. Right. 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 I'd love to do a raid with Petra. That'd be cool. She does have a magical knife. Mm. No, she's magical. The knife is just what it is. <laughs> can't I, I mean you're not wrong she's a, she's um, a techie well she's like she's a techie in training she was raised by him right she was actually she was meant to be a techie but she uh left right. precisely um, 
Wish 14? No. Trigger, yeah, wish 14. Trigger in chat. Oh, anyways, wish number 14 mm. uh, is a wish for love and support. Uh, this plate was uh, located in Mara's throne world. And this one will spawn corrupted eggs. Uh, the graphic that you say uh, that you have says throughout the raid, the couple of places that I was seeing it says that it's just above the Kali encounter in a hidden cave. So I believe it's just above Kali okay, is okay. what I've where I've seen it spawn at least. <clears throat> and it's Kali again is the first encounter that you do. Right, right, yeah, and that's one of those uh, quote-unquote indestructible eggs that you have to have Wish Ender, I believe, to destroy. Mm-hmm. Wish, Wish Ender is, it doesn't even, you don't even have to have a fully drawn bow to make it pop the egg. It, as soon as it touches it, it's it's gone. It could be even a wimpy shot. Oh, okay, and sorry, Wish Ender, for those who are not uh, aware, Wish Ender is the bow that you get that's the raid weapon bow. It is from the Shattered Throne. The the raid, not a raid layer, um, the strike. That's like the three man oh, strike okay. that is like a raid. That is, okay, okay. Because you go in, you can do the full quest line in one week. I did not. I did it with the three week break. But when Shattered Throne is up, there is a point where you visit Sure Ido's uh, statue. And you get tokens and you have to charge the tokens and then you can go back at the end and uh, basically turn them in to get the bow. I basically got carried through that a little bit because my plan is awesome. But yeah, it it's not a difficult quest if you have a team that goes in with you. It is a incredibly difficult one if you go in by yourself because some of those encounters require a bit of extra gunpower or a lot of patience. Uh, To clarify, chat is saying that there are at least five eggs actually in the raid. Looks like there is one above each encounter. Good to know. So the last one, the wish that basically this is a quote from Revenge, and she says... This one you shall cherish, which is not ominous in the least bit, you psychotic ahamkara. Um, We don't know what this one is. It's not in-game. It cannot be data-mined. We have not found any of the plates. Now, the plates are kind of where I wanted to talk about a little bit more, because we didn't really describe them at the beginning. But the plates are... They're they're basically bronze plates, exactly what it kind of sounds like, like a shield that have been located throughout the system, a lot of them in the raid itself, that have the patterns that you need to shoot for the wishing wall engraved on them. These did not show up until the raid was available. Correct? Anybody else? I believe that is correct. I know so, I know that I I know that Raid Secrets is on like a frenzy mode for 15. Right, which I don't blame them. Oh no, neither yeah, neither do I. That okay, so all these plates show up in all these different places. Some of them are related to the wishes themselves. 
some of them are not. My spin foil is because these did not show up until the raid was available, that Riven herself made these available and that we are being baited to make these wishes in particular. And they are appealing because we're guardians and they're things that we would like to do or like to have come along like failsafe or drifter or the grunt birthday party, but that Riven herself is baiting us into using them. And that in some ways we're actually feeding into more of her plan. Simple spin foil, but I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Um, I was reading back through them just real quick. The first three again. Well, the first one, yes. Second one, I... Uh, like, if these were wishes of Rivens, is what you're saying? No, 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 no. That Riven, that the wishes themselves are geared towards Guardians, but that the that she's able to manipulate some aspect of it because mm-hmm. she's the one who's designed these wishes for us. And that we are feeding into her her plan or concept or whatnot with that. That the wishes themselves, when we make them, it doesn't do anything detrimental to us that we know of because the effects that we see are the ones that are given on this this diagram and what we see in Raid. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, we do die. There's some that are they're just I the ones in which you're you're like I want to stay there forever and all of a sudden hip, dead. Right. Uh I don't know. I still got to fall back on my on my feeling that like the the wall is way too much of an awoken creation. I don't I don't hold much that Riven Riven is there as the catalyst to being able to actually cause these wishes to happen uh but i think that is about as far as it goes in my personal opinion uh, that's the that's where i pull back on the uh, gauntlets of the great hunt that we read at the beginning where she cracks the corner uh-huh she's carved into the small corners of the wall itself so it makes me think that they've written it in such a way that they could have Riven being a great I mean, orchestrator. Although, how? I mean, she's clever, right? And we know I mean, that it goes back to the meaning of Riven, right? Mm-hmm. Which is <clears throat> to separate, uh, uh, split or crack, right? Especially with regards to wood or stone. Oh, that's a good thought that Lux just put in chat. I mean, we're all speculating on the wishes on the last wish. He just put in, bet the last wish is Riven getting her wish made from the wishes we made. Yeah, but that that begs the question, though. Like, I mean, like some of them, some of them are very obviously easily loopholeable. Like, uh, move the hands of time. That's like right. so. That's so open ended. It hurts me reading. Um, right. uh, to open your idea, your open your mind to new ideas. Again, 
red flag, guys. Um, a wish to stay here forever. Right. I mean, there's that. Um, but like others to celebrate your success. I'm just I'm trying to think of how like these 14 could combine. I mean, first off, there's four of them that are literally the same. Um To make you the most infamous thing within the universe. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I and and the other thing too is that the wall of, or the the wall of wishes could also just be a red herring. A, like the wall itself is a red herring. Like everyone, yeah. I mean, basically, it's there to you know, it's just a. A straw man to... It's just a mechanic. Yeah. It's not actually got... I mean, like, I don't know if I... How much I actually agree with that thought, but it is a thought. Is that we might just be reading too much into it. Oh, yeah. It's very possible. It's just a spin foil concept that oh, I no, thought no, would be right. interesting, and I, considering the timing of things. I mean, this is basically the equivalent of a game shark. Right. The same. Now that basic. image is stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, that that's. A, I mean, that's better than some of the other images that could end up stuck in my head. So you know, it's not that bad. Um, but yeah, we've kind of come to the end of this one. It's a short book, to be sure. I, I don't even really want to call it. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Z in chat. Riven can also mean to distress or uh, harrow one's feelings, heart, etc. A modern definition of Riven is actually to split violently. Uh, The the definition that I mentioned earlier, which is to split or crack, is actually, that's one of the archaic meanings of it. Um, So your synonyms for, like, modern times is Riven also can be torn apart, split, rent, severed. Um... It's usually very violent. And actually, if I remember this correctly, I believe it was the Awoken of the Reef that we saw this. I think, yeah, it was the Awoken of the Reef. Uh, Riven took its name from the Riven Awoken people, which was the Riven between the Earthborn and the Reefborn Awoken. Mara um, mentions to be mm-hmm. Riven as well in right, Marasena. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So there's... There's quite a bit of history with the concept of being Riven within the Awoken, uh, which is actually where Riven took its name. Um, and to be fair there, also Riven was uh, quarantined away from the Awoken people. Mm-hmm. Uh, only Mara was able, and I'm, I'm going to, we'll definitely be talking about this next week with the the uh, the um, anthem, Anathem. Because that was actually the reason Riven was kept separate from the Awoken people. Um, because Mara was the one that was... She wasn't immune, but she had a very, 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 very strong Sense defense. of control over herself? <laughs> um, well, it was actually self-actualization. Her, yeah. uh, it, And again, we'll, we're going to get into this when we talk about the anthem uh, next week or next episode. But... Um, 
she she had a very uh, minimal difference between what she desired and what she was. And basically, she really was very fully, f- nearly fully aware of what she was. And so she didn't really desire much. Um, or she didn't desire much in the way that she couldn't actualize it in and of herself, uh, which is what Ahamkara feed on, is that tension, that's that friction. Uh, and so Riven was kept away from the, the general awoken populace because of because Mara was basically the firewall between them and her and it. Uh, you saw a couple of mentions of different Ahamkara that were not kept away from the Awoken populace. Uh, the one that comes to mind immediately is Eow, or Eow, mm-hmm. um, which, which rip, sound familiar. rip those warlocks. Uh, Eow was the one that you get the bones of Eow, uh, which is the hunter jumping uh, bones. Um and basically the story with that indi- that individual Ahamkara was that it it slept among the Tetuans, if I remember correctly, and it gathered their secrets and gathered their stories. And then it left and told it to warlocks, which the Awoken didn't take too kindly to. And so they went and killed Yao and then killed all the warlocks that it spoke to. So, you know, there is that little tidbit. Yeah, sorry, Dino, yeah. <laughs> sure actually was the one who killed Yao and oh yeah, he did yeah, she did then sell his bones to a warlock. Sure killed a bunch of things. Yeah, Ahamkara sure being one of them. Yeah. She um, was kind of a crazy good hunter. Not hunter as in guardian hunter, but like in the she hunts things. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's an interesting idea about the resets mm-hmm. The chat's I having think right now. Right. I think we've had four resets at this point. I still want to know and... what an Aphleon is. Aphleon. Sorry. I'm re- um, sorry, right, right, sorry, right, right, everyone. Right. Chat chat is going off on Shur's uh, beastliness. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of do agree with you, Green. I think we're we're at a pretty good stopping point. I don't know how much more we can go Please. i mean yeah if we keep talking we're going to end up talking about the great hunt so which is next time on focus fire chat <laughs> last time on focus fire chat um so yeah uh any final thoughts on the wall of wishes <sighs> wish 15 once we figure that out, I think we're going to have a lot more questions come out of it than answers, as I mean, is you're gonna, always you're gonna, the case. You're going to cherish it. Oh, this one you shall cherish. Riven of a thousand baby. voices. Oh, we get an ahamkara, like a baby ahamkara. No, that's a terrible yes. idea. Yes. That's a- terrible idea amazing idea all i, I want my of, own wish all genie. i can think of i just is... want a wish genie and i'm going to fly and i'm going to pet it and its name's going to be fred oh my god all i can think of is when my when i was playing D and one of my dms allowed me to have a pseudo dragon as a familiar oh my god it was amazing and I felt so bad for him because I don't think they real or he realized what I was going to do with such a powerful creature. 
<laughs> but anyways, so shout outs. Uh, Beard, what do you got for us this week? Mm, no, so I don't have much. So that's 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 me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Green, what do you have for us this week? My shout out goes to actually my clan at the moment, uh, Hydra on PlayStation. They have convinced me finally to get into the world of 1v1ing and Crucible. And I actually had a ton of fun with it. And I can honestly say that I am not utter trash at PvP now. So there's that. Yay, Hydra. Do you you hail Hydra? They do. I refuse to say that. Because, no. No, blue. (laughs) Bad blue. So wait, so wait. I have to ask for all those curious at home, which one is Madam Hydra? I don't want to talk about it. No, oh, okay. All right. All right. Um <laughs> So shout outs for me this week. Uh again, want to give a huge shout out to everyone who participated in the uh celebration giveaway. Um we uh just again, I mean, really appreciate the information that we got back from you guys. Uh, I'm going to try my best to kind of sift through it and see what we can actually get uh, in place for you coming up in this next year. And as always, if you have ideas that we have something that we could do or something that we could do better, even if you want to talk to us about, hey, you need to put this topic on the the poll, you know, shoot us, shoot us a message over in Discord or on our email, or we have a contact uh, form on the website for that as well. Uh, we do actually have, for those of you who are, uh, so WordPress allows for people to register uh, to websites. And if you register on the websites, I believe that the forums that I have put on the website to help kind of start driving a little bit more uh, fact-finding missions into episodes that have been passed. So the episode conversations are kind of pseudo archived on the website in a forum fashion. Um, if you are interested at all in doing that, I believe all it takes is for you to, to, uh, to sync up your username on WordPress. And if anyone's curious about that or interested in that, please, you know, just give me a shout over on discord and we can explore, explore that a little bit. Um, but other than that, that's really kind of all we are, all I have this week. Um, I hope everyone has who, who is celebrating Thanksgiving next week. I hope everyone has that. If you aren't, uh, you know, just know that we are thankful for your, your continued support and your interactions with us. Um, and don't buy too much on black Friday. Please don't please, please, please don't. (laughs) All right, so uh, yeah, with that all being said, we're going to take off, and you guys have a great week, and have a great week off next week, and then we will see you the following week. With that, we'll begin to wrap the chat up. Thank you again to those over on Twitch for coming to spend your evening with us. If you'd like to join us for the live streaming of the episodes, please be sure to give us a follow over on twitch.tv slash focusfirechat. Links to our episode archives can be found at www.focusfirechat.com. Please be sure to email us at focusfirechat at gmail.com with any comments or questions for our team concerning the podcast, and let us know how we're doing by giving us some feedback and a rating over on iTunes as well. 
Also, be sure to check out all of our amazing partner podcasts within the Guardian Radio Network over on theguardiansofdestiny.com. So until next time, focus your fire and may your light shine bright. <laughs>